Hey, everybody, welcome to another episode of Pockets Full of Soup, the storytelling podcast. I'm your host, Jared Petty, proudly joined today by this guest, Mr. Damon Hatfield. Jared, thank you so much for having me. Thank you so much for coming here. Damon, you are the first person to be stuffed into the tiny corner mm-hmm. of my apartment. I uh, feel honored to be the first. Yeah, first, uh, hopefully not the last. Um, Damon, where, sure can, uh, where do these good folks know you from? Uh, well, some people might know me from a, a small uh, little blog called IGN.com. Yeah, it's a tiny, been, tiny website. I've been hanging out there for the past 10 years. <laughs> so <laughs> Just ten, talking, ten talking years. about video games, yeah. 10 years now. And you do a few other things too, though, right? <clears throat> yeah. Uh, I also uh, make, some, make some music of my own. And uh, I don't know, maybe, maybe someone has heard my, one of my songs at the end of a GameScoop podcast once, once or twice. I've, I've seen you DJ at clubs a couple of times. Yep. In yep. Town. And been DJing here in San Francisco for many years now. So, uh, Damon, uh, thank you for coming on. And we're going to start with uh, the same first question that we always do. Uh, Tell me about somebody you're thankful for. Uh, Jared, I'm thankful for my dad, my father, Kenneth Carl Hatfield. So you chose your dad as somebody you're thankful for. Let's start at the beginning of that. What Just encapsulate, if you don't mind, a few things about your father that make you thankful. My dad is, uh, he and I have a very close relationship uh, much closer than I, than he had with his own father, uh, than maybe a lot of people have with our dads. Hanging out with him is very much like hanging out with one of my friends. He is very relaxed, low key, and he has the coolest taste, the hippest taste in music of anybody I know. Like he knows, like whatever all those like the indie bands that are just starting to get buzzed right now and just starting to blow up. He know he knows all those guys. Has He's he- already heard their albums. He's already has an opinion on all of them. Really? Has he always been this way? Yeah, he's always been a very big music enthusiast. And uh, he told me something that he decided when he was in his early 20s uh, that always stuck with me, is that he noticed that most most people, uh, as they go into adulthood, just stop discovering new music like around their college age. It's like, mm-hmm. after college, the music that they listen to for the entire rest of their lives is just what, what they listened to back then. And he... Never wanted to be like that. So he's always made a point to seek out new music, listen to the new music, check out the new bands. And he's a, he's a pretty like simple guy. Like He doesn't really need a lot in life. He's never really pursued a lot of money. He just wants like time to read his comic books, watch his, uh, his TV shows, hang out with his grandkids, and of course, listen to music. And so at his job, he just has like... He used to have internet radio stations up all the time. He's like scouring through music blogs. He's uh, seeking out new stuff on his Spotify Discover playlist, and he's just like he's like always emailing me new songs. Now, so, so, and he decided this in his twenties that he wasn't going to fall behind. Is your dad a musician? Is he a maker of music, or is he no. an appreciator of music? No, he's an appreciator of music, a music enthusiast. And then, and I think, I think, uh, I don't. Know, he 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 taught me growing up why music is important. Uh, you know why we should appreciate music, and I, I, I have to guess that his love of music and exposing me to so much different music. There, there is literally never a time when music wasn't playing when we were at home. Like unless we were watching a movie on TV or something, we were never eating dinner in silence. That was never a thing that happened. It's just like when you get home from work, you put on a record and then you go about your day. And when we were in the car, we were always listening to music. He was always making mixtapes for us to listen to in the car. So. It's really weird when I go to like sometimes I'll go to someone's house for like a dinner or something and then and they don't have any music on. That always feels really weird to me. It's always like strangely quiet. It's like what's 
Did you forget to turn on? Did you forget to put the record on? Is this a is this a habit that is this a behavior that's followed you through your life? I mean, when you go home now, do you put on music? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. There's always music playing in our home now, and I'm always seeking out new music. Uh, I, I try to really really try to stay on top of that. He's he's even better at it than I am. He's he emails me songs, new songs on probably almost a weekly basis, and. Uh, it's always new stuff that I haven't heard, but you know, I, so I, I have my, my sites that I go to to try and discover new stuff. But it is also very important to me to uh, never stop discovering new music. Well, let me ask you this: you described your your relationship with your father at, at this day and time as as almost more like a friendship than than a paternal uh, relationship. At what point did that rollover happen? When did Dad become a friend? Uh, well. I would say that I've always been close to my dad and I've actually always been closer to my dad than I am with my mom. Okay. And she was actually the breadwinner. His job wasn't about making as much money as he possibly could. He was okay. a newspaper editor and he let, he enjoyed writing. So as long as his job was something that he enjoyed and he made enough money to pay the bills, he was happy. But my mom, so my mom actually had to, she was a little bit more ambitious and she worked a lot harder. And that means she wasn't around as much. And my dad was the one that would be like, pick us up from school or be home uh, when we got home from school. So we just spent a lot more time with my dad growing up and uh, we ended up being a little bit closer with him. That makes sense. Um, but I, so I was always close to my dad. We went through some things when I was in my teens, but that was like, that was on me. That was just me just being a crappy teenager like most of us are. But I remember uh, probably when I really started coming into adulthood, moving to college, living on my own. I think that's when I really started noticing what our relationship was and also noticing that it seemed to be a little bit different than the relationship uh, a lot of guys <clears throat> that I know had with their dad. I guess I started noticing the uh, the pride that he had for me. Mm -hmm. He felt, I, I just sort of could tell that he was very proud of the person I'd become. And uh, I don't know, does that make sense? It does. Uh, can Can you specify a little what, and I know this is kind of a hard question to answer. It's it's sometimes it's hard to talk about ourselves. But what about you made your father proud? What did he look at, and you knew he looked at you and thought, "I'm proud of that 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 person." Well, I I think he's proud. Well, you know, it's it's it feels weird to talk about. That's that a hard question to ask, but I really would. Like, if you, know, you don't mind answering it, I'd like to know. I mean, I I, I will attempt to. It's but let's acknowledge that it's weird to talk about. This is what people like about me. <laughs> uh, I think he, you know, I went I went to school for music and theater, and then I moved to Chicago with my friends, and we started a theater company, and I started a band there, and I played shows around Chicago for several years, and I think he was just like proud that I was just I was doing my thing and doing uh, really really. Tr trying to do things that I loved with my life. So many people, I think, make sacrifices and don't do a lot of the things that they love with their lives. And uh, it, Although it took me a little bit of a while to really like f get my career going when I started IGN. I was, I was, it wasn't until I was 28. Um, but, you know, especially now, I'm definitely doing something with my career and my life that I really enjoy and that's really fulfilling to me and it's fun. Uh, so I think I, th I think he I, th I, th I think he is proud of that. So your father, yeah. the way you've described him, a man who's who's who was concerned first and foremost in his in, with living his life to its fullest, not not just in his career, but in in or well, I would say 
he, I wouldn't say he's concerned with living his life to its fullest because I said he's a very simple man. Simple man, okay. He, like I like like I like to go and eat at the nicest restaurants, and I want to have the rarest beer that I can find. It's like I want to find like the the craziest, most expensive bottle of 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 sour beer that I can find and afford. And my dad's like, uh, this uh, you know this. This, this cider is fine. He's, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Living life to the fullest. He's not really yeah. like, he's, he's never, he's only traveled outside the country once. And it was with me when mm-hmm. I dragged him to Japan one time. He's never, he doesn't have like ambitious travel plans. So I, th- I, I think trying to live life to the fullest isn't, yeah. isn't quite the, the right way to put it yeah, for him. Just doing what makes him, make, yeah, what makes he's, him like happy. Like I said, okay, simple yeah. guy. Okay. He's very, he, he just really loves movies. Uh, so he, really, really not comics. his thing. Not his thing. Really. No, I don't okay. think so. Right. Yeah. So he, he, your your dad, um, the newspaper editor, the mm-hmm. the writer, mm-hmm. who loved music, mm-hmm. has the son who became a editor. Uh, yeah. Your role now is a host, but you began working as an editor at IGN, right? Yeah. Who is a musician? He's proud of you. When you look at your dad, what makes you proud of him? Uh, my parents split up when I, but it was after my sister and I were grown and out of the house. So like they stayed together until after we had graduated from college, and it wasn't uh, it wasn't what my dad wanted, and it really was hard on my dad for a while. It's hard to it's hard to talk about without actually going into all the nitty gritty details. It was just like a sad time for our family. Uh, but my dad, like my mom, was um, trying to make him compromise and uh, you know who he is and what his values were, but he just was never going to do that. I admire the fact that he that just doesn't take a lot to for him to find happiness in life. Mm-hmm. Like I said, like as long as he's got some good tunes playing, he can go play with his grandkids. Uh, as long as he can go see whatever the new uh, movie is at the theater this Friday, like he's so good. Like that's all that he needs in life to uh, find uh, contentment and happiness. You meet a lot of people like that. I I don't think so. I don't know. Do you? Not many. No. Not many. A lot of people seem uh, discontent with mm-hmm. their life and their situation. And I, I, I have always tried to stay laser focused on enjoying my life. And I think I got that from my dad. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I, I see a lot of people that just seem really unhappy or they're struggling. And uh, I, I think a lot of people don't think, don't expect to be happy in life. Don't expect to be able to do what they want to do they have they expect to have to make sacrifices and uh give up the things that they love and i i don't know i i've really really tried to minimize all that mm-hmm. and try to enjoy my time on this planet as much as i can have you been as successful at that as you I think, I think i've been very successful yeah. so far so far yeah, yeah. So that's far. easier to say for like a single guy right? you know married now we want to have kids and i i totally understand that there are compromises and changes that have to be made too well i mean, I mean in in your father's life uh, so he you said it doesn't take a lot to to make him happy he has simple things that he loves do you remember a time ever that he wasn't able to have those the, do you remember, remember a time i mean there's never a time when he can't listen to music yeah you know um no there's a he we used to have a, a family dog a little miniature dachshund that my mom got it was my mom's dog but then uh, the dog kind of liked my dad more. Yep. It was just like another, uh, another incident in a long line of, uh, things that probably bothered my mom. 
but then like when they were going through their their divorce, their split up, and my mom had left my dad in the house by himself. At one time she like came back and like took the dog. Like mm-hmm. like while my dad was gone, she came and took the dog and he came home and oh, she wow. was gone. Yeah. Uh and that was really hard on him. Uh but uh you know, like I said, simple guy, he as long as he has uh his music to listen to, as long as he can be around family. Yep. Do you have a dog? I don't have a dog, I have you a cat. Have, you have a cat. What's your yeah. cat's name? Jackie Brown. Oh, that's a great name for a cat. That's absolutely wonderful. This dinosaur right here, we're, we're going to name him later on during the show, I think. Um, okay. He doesn't have a name yet, but we'll get back to that in a second. Okay. What's, um, you're, t- you're telling me a lot about what your dad cared about, about his thoughts about you, your thoughts about him. What's your favorite story about your dad? When you think about your dad and there's just something, a, a specific incident or moment that makes you feel warm or happy or amused, it, what, what, what comes to mind? <clears throat> Hmm. I, I, I have a lot of favorite stories about my dad. One that always comes to mind is uh, when I took him to Japan with me. Oh, wow. You took your dad to Japan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was the only time he's ever been out of the country. And it was my second trip to Japan. And it was when I was thinking about moving there and maybe trying to teach English, maybe like what you did. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we went to Japan, and then uh, we went to uh, a hot springs, an onsen. Uh, have you ever visited the onsen in Japan? So I have. You look at me, and I I was honestly too embarrassed to actually take the final naked plunge. I have it been is a to naked, onsen. It is a naked event. I, I I could not I could not handle the the naked American guy in the midst of all the other guys. I, I was just never brave enough to go all the way through with it. Although yeah. I've been to onsen many times. Yeah, you do you do get naked here. So like that was actually uh what was so funny is that we this is my dad's first time, probably my f- dad's first time ever going to like a public spa mm-hmm. area where you're actually like uh I mean he goes to a gym, but I don't think he like gets in a hot tub naked with other dudes there. Yeah. But you like dress down and then, you know, before you get in the, in the, in the, uh, hot springs and then they give you a little towel. Right. Yeah. That in the idea, it, the towel is like, you know, like this big. And the idea is that you, as you walk around the locker room, you just spo- sort of supposed to just like hang the towel in front of you. Yeah. So you're like covering up a little bit. Yeah. You know? It's just there. It's a courtesy <clears throat> towel. Yeah. And so he looks at the towel like this and I, you know, I, he's confused and I explained that to him and he just looks around and he throws the towel back in his locker and he goes, I'm American. I don't need to cover my balls. <laughs> and then he walked into the hot springs. <laughs> yeah. well, that's, that's going to be somebody's campaign slogan someday. <laughs> yeah. For better or worse. That's, that's a dad's story. Right he's a patriot. There. He's a patriot. <laughs> Well, that's not the punchline I was expecting. Yeah. That's that's amazing. Thank you. Thank you for sharing that one. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So where's your dad now? He's in Kansas. Uh Kansas? that's where that's where I grew up. Uh my he lives twenty minutes from our house that we grew up in, which my sister now owns. Okay. Yeah. When my parents split up, my sister took over the house. Okay. And now my sister lives there with her. Five kids who are my nieces and nephews and his grandchildren. Is he, uh, is he still working? Yeah, he works yeah. for, it's really random. Uh, he, he, a buddy of his got him this job, but it's just like a call center where he 
uh, sells like industrial concrete. Okay. And like like yard, like industrial level yard. Uh, gosh, I don't know, like uh, ornamentation and like concrete and patio stuff and like, yeah. tiles and okay. things like that. And people will call up and they'll ask questions. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's tile number uh Number four, four, three, C, two, six. Yeah, okay. you want to use this type of cleaner on that tile. And that's what he does. That's amazing. But since he sits there, he can just like listen to his music all day long. Oh, so there he's got what he loves again. Yeah. There. So you are, you, um, uh, I, I keep going back to the music. Was your house just, just plastered in records growing up? Because you and I are mm. roughly the same age. We grew up before the age of digital music. Oh, uh, yeah. So was it just tapes and and vinyl wall to wall or or how 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 we had yeah we excuse me we had Thai food before this uh we no he had uh big uh like uh shelves for his records and it was all over our living room okay Uh, and i'm he still has he still has them all in his house now so yeah my parents record collection was destroyed in a flood most of it it it, Mm. it makes me very sad they they really love the music there that's a shame you uh you're a musician um you've been making music your whole adult life you played in a band in chicago now you dj you compose music constantly did your dad listen to your music yeah yeah he's i mean he's like my biggest fan by like a million miles yeah <laughs> oh yeah, yeah okay all right uh what, what's your dad I mean, say about what it's actually i can't really trust him like if i'm trying to get real feedback on a song i can't really uh show it to him or play it for him because he's just gonna love it like no doesn't matter, matter. Yeah. so you've never made anything he didn't like I mean, uh, he's he has very broad taste in music, mm-hmm. but his sweet spot in his heart is always going to be like rock and roll. So I make a lot of electronic music, and some of that really isn't quite in his wheelhouse. Yeah, uh, but he, you know, he 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 appreciates I think all the music I make, even if it's not something he would normally listen to. Is uh, what's your dad's favorite song? <laughs> you know, it's funny. Uh, you, you asked that because it's a song that we heard earlier tonight. It's um, uh, I, I don't know the name of the song. It's uh, uh, when I go when, when we die, the oh, spear in the sky, sky. spear in the sky. That's your dad's song, favorite yeah. song. I think he's he's claimed it is that has been his favorite song in the spear past. The I don't sky. know if it's changed, but spear in the sky is uh, at least one of his very fav- favorite songs. No, you and I were sitting and talking about spear in the sky earlier tonight. That's yeah. great. So that's his favorite song. Um, what's your favorite? My favorite song yeah. <clears throat> is probably Stepping Out by Joe Jackson. Oh, fascinating choice. It's one of the best bass lines of all time. What um, You write a lot of songs. You have written a song about your dad? Um, no, that's, that's, that's actually... I've never written a song about my dad. I've written a song about... Uh, my mom and about their breakup, but I've never like written a song about my dad. Okay, so actually, like, um, writing lyrics is not my strong suit. Mm-hmm. I've realized recently, and that's why I've been uh, in the most recent years. I've been partnering with my writing partner, Ryan Geddes, former IG editor. Mm-hmm. He's a great writer, and uh, it's been a big weight off my shoulders for him to be handling writing the lyrics and then I can focus on the music. But I have written a lot of lyrics in the past. I just don't think it's my, that's just not my strong suit. No kidding. Well, I, uh, I, I, I thank you for that. Um, Damon, uh, any, your dad's probably listened to this. He's a big fan. Uh, anything, uh, a big fan of yours. I mean, is there, mm-hmm. uh, anything you want to say to him tonight? I mean, I, I talk to my dad all the time, but, yeah. uh, I mean, he, I, 
he and I, he and I are, are good. He knows. He knows. He's good, huh? He knows how happy I am that he's my dad, and you know, I, th- I think he knows that. Uh, just really, I feel really, really lucky to have yeah. him as my dad. Uh, this, I really, really appreciate you coming on here to to talk about him. Of course. Right, so thank you so very much. Now we're going to cut over for a second to uh, some of the what we call the lightning round questions. If I can get my always present notebook back around the corner here. Lightning round. Lightning round. Are you ready for these? I don't know. Am I? What's the best song written in the last 100 years? Uh, well, I mean, I just told you my favorite song. Yeah. Is it the best? Well, man, I don't know. Music is so subjective. It is. I would never claim to know and to speak for other people. My favorite song is uh, Stepping Out by Joe Jackson. But I, I, I would... Uh, for the sake of variety, I would also say that Safety Dance by Men Without Hats is another of the best songs I've ever heard. Safety Dance? What is it about Safety Dance? Oh, what, what, is, like, what isn't there to like about Safety Dance? It's a song just about dancing and uh, just enjoying the love of dancing. And it's so catchy. It's got a great disco beat and it's got this great synth line. Bing, 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 bing. Don't worry about the video. The video's really weird. You don't... You, you, if you get the image of the video in your mind, it makes it a little bit more difficult to enjoy the song. Have but you I, have you never danced about the Maypole? No, not like that. No, no, no. Not what like that. about like uh, what about like Wicker Man style? No, that's no? not how you dance that song. That's not like I say, dancing. just ignore the video. Safety Dance <laughs> is a great song. What's the first word you think of when you hear the sound of your own voice? I mean, I don't know. The first word I think of when I hear. I, I don't know that I can pick a certain word, but I can tell you that I don't recoil like a lot of people do yeah. when they hear their own voice. And maybe that's just maybe that's just from being a performer and like being used to hearing my own voice. But you know, a lot of people are like, "Oh, is that really really sound like?" Yeah, uh, I th- I think I know, and I'm totally comfortable with what my voice sounds like. Well, you're a professional host. You've been in thousands of videos. At yeah, this point, right. Yeah, I mean, that's true. so you do so see I, a lot of that. But it would probably be a big problem if I didn't like the sound of my own voice. <laughs> it's it's a yeah. Does your dad watch your videos? Uh, I mean, he's watched. He's watched some. He's not a gamer, uh-huh. so he doesn't like watch Game Scoop, uh, other than maybe like the novelty of when I first started it. But you know, I'll send him stuff if I do a news story on like a, a movie. Like he's a, he's a big uh, Godzilla and King Kong fan, like I am. So if I do a video on the new Kong movie or something, I'll send it to him and he'll watch it. What's your favorite flavor of ice cream? Uh, Secret Breakfast is the new. That's the new ice cream hotness. It's a uh, the name. It's an ice cream uh, maker in San Francisco. Wow, I, the name of the um, shop escapes me, but it's called Secret Breakfast, and it has cornflakes in it and bourbon. Whoa! And it's really, really good. That sounds delightful. Yeah, it's great. Like my first impression is, hmm, and then I'm like, all yeah. that sweet together. Yeah, that's probably pretty wonderful. Yeah, uh, Humphrey Slocum. That's the name of the ice cream shop. That's the name of that. Yeah, that sounds more like a man than an ice cream shop. Maybe it's the man that makes the ice cream. Could be the man that makes the ice cream. The ice cream man. Yeah. So it's just what I call him. That's just sort of the name that I came up with. Now, we were talking earlier tonight. If if uh, if uh, IGN ever does like uh, decide to close down, you can take Game Scoop and make an ice cream shop. An ice cream arcade. The ice cream arcade. Called Game Scoop. Yeah. yeah, exactly. That was Jared's idea. I'm going to take it and I open it, but it was Jared's idea. Yeah, I like the idea of you at Game Scoop. You could have like your, your mm-hmm. big white apron and your hat and... Serve delicious bourbon flavored ice cream. We'll have 31 flavors of ice cream and 31 arcade games. That's a great. I, can we just do this now? Yep. Well, right. no. <laughs> no. No, I'm not ready to jump yeah. ship. Yeah, I, I like my job too, but uh, it's still a pretty cool idea. If you could travel through time and meet anybody, who would you choose to visit? Hmm. 
Yep, go visit anybody you want. You don't get to stay. You got to come back. Uh, wow. Travel through time and visit and meet anyone. Yeah, you get to meet anybody. Hmm. All the span of space and time. So I could even go like forward. Ooh, sure. Why not? And like meet someone that I wouldn't get the chance to meet, like my great, great, great grandkids. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you could. Yeah. No, that would be, I think that sounds more interesting to me than going back in time. Okay. Why is, why is that, Dan? Well, I'm very interested in the future and where it's all going and how long we can all hold on. <laughs> 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 Sometimes it's, I, I don't, I'm not really sure. Um, yeah, I'd like to see, I'd like to jump forward a few generations and then to see, first of all, to see how my, how's my family doing? Are we still around? Are we still Hatfields? Are there any, any demons left? Uh, and then also just to sort of like get their view on us. I think that would be fascinating to get future generations view on us and how we did. Do we do okay? Do we get yep. a thumbs up? Yeah. And also I just want to know what my, my, my grandchildren would be like at that point. That's something a, a friend of mine and I uh, have talked about many times is, you know, wondering even in you and my lifetime, Damon, the, the things, the, the propriety of the words we use, the ways we think change tremendously. Our, you know, our, our, our cultural norms and, and even the laws have changed tremendously as, as we have, I think in, in many cases broadened, uh, the horizons of of what uh, of of our society and in many positive ways, that makes me wonder what our kids and grandkids are going to look at us and go, man, they were so backwards. You know, like we, it's easy for us to look at older people and be like, man, they were, you know, insert you know derogatory, short sighted term here, and yet I wonder what we don't even see about ourselves that our grandchildren were will. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I'm not sure that I. Th- I, I don't look at my grandparents and think that they were backwards way back then. I think these days I feel a little nostalgic for an older, uh, a simpler time. Maybe. A simpler time? Uh, a, a little more slow-paced time, a time when people had longer attention spans and maybe they were a little a little more careful and considerate with their words. That all sounds really nice to me. Okay, well, I, I'll buy that for a dollar, definitely. What's the most terrifying creature in the natural world? Uh, probably, I don't know, I, I've, I've, I've had a long, healthy fear of sharks, although it's kind of a love-hate thing, because I also think sharks are awesome, mm-hmm. pretty cool, but the idea of being in open water, just a few feet below the surface, where it's dark, and not knowing what's there, and swimming around me, that's a very terrifying feeling to me, and it's something that I, uh, it comes back again and again in like a recurring nightmare that I'm like underwater and can't see what's around me. I don't know which way is up. Ooh, it's very, very scary to me. And there's a shark out there somewhere maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Sharks. I'm with you. Uh, sharks frighten me, uh, but I'm, they're uh, also like amazing, right? Yeah. And yeah. Like, so cool. They're such cool creatures. Absolutely. Yeah. Almost as cool as dinosaurs. Dinosaurs are very cool. Yeah. Dinosaurs are pretty great. Flamingos are okay too. I'm a little far removed from dinosaurs to find them scary. No, I, if, if dinosaurs were like, Walking around, I'd be frightened of mm-hmm. them, but but in their current like rubbery or bone state, yeah. But sharks are kind of the dinosaurs that we have today. Yeah, I mean they've been around since the dinosaurs, yeah, and they're still here. So that's kind of that's, that's also just really impressive. Yeah, that that shows that shows a tremendous like that's staying power, staying power exactly. And I I have a lot of respect for staying power. What's your favorite word? 
Jared, everyone has the same favorite word, their own name. All right. So your is it Damon or Hatfield? Uh, well, I think it's your first name. I mean, that's kind of a, I don't know if that's a cop out, but I, I've heard that before. That's yeah. a real thing. Like if you want to uh, ingratiate someone to you, if you want to get someone on your side, say their name to them. Really? Mm-hmm. Have you been controlling me this entire time? Have I? Jared? <gasps> I think you have. Oh, would you kindly? People tend to, per- pe- people totally perk up when they hear their name. Would you kindly, Jared? Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, aside from that, though, another word that I... I guess a word that I really like is uh, what word do I really like? I like the word crush. Crush. Crush is a really fun word to say. It's very satisfying. It gives me a nice picture in my head of me like crushing something. Oh, you're such a peaceful dude. That's interesting. What do you want to crush? I don't necessarily want to crush anything. It could be as simple as crushing a can or a can. Crushing a podcast. Crushing an episode of Game Scoop. You could crush an orange crush can. Yeah. That'd be like two layer crush. Yep. It's kind of great. Double crush. Double crush. <laughs> Who was your first kiss? Uh, are we talking about like real kiss or like a like a peck? I'll leave it up to you. Mm, my first real kiss was in seventh grade. Her name was Megan Voiles. And uh, I, it, 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 she was my girlfriend at the time, but we hadn't kissed. And like after school, we, we set up this like bike ride with another friend who was a girl. And this other friend was totally like trying to push us together and set us up to kiss so we like came to this like we were riding on these trails in these woods and we came to a creek and the other friend was like i'm gonna go ride up ahead a little bit you two stay here and we sat there on the creek but for a really really long time (laughs) until i i got the nerve to kiss her and it was just like it'd been so long she was like well should we go and i was like yeah let's go and i just like whipped my head around and and Finally kissed her, and that was my first real kiss. Did you guys immediately ride away afterwards? Yep, we're oh, like, yeah. okay, let's go. Wow, and you were the kiss initiator. You, you, yeah, you yeah. Really That's okay. why, yeah, we sat there for a very, very long time until I finally got the nerve to do it. Cake or pie? Pie, easily. Cake can fuck off. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that on your show. You can say anything you want. Uh, yeah. No, thank you, cake. <laughs> I'm a pie man myself. Uh, yeah, I like a pecan pie. Oh, oh, pecan pie is great. It's probably just... probably my pie of choice. Yeah, that's a great pie. That's uh, ooh, I'm just thinking about pecan pie. Oh, I don't want a cake, especially like white cake with white frosting. It's like, ugh. What's one question you have for me, Damon? Hmm. How do you think this interview is going? I think this interview is going marvelously. Thank you very much. I uh, I hope you share that sentiment. <laughs> I I don't know. It's like it's I when you talk about yourself and your like your life and your dad, you, you I get a little self conscious. Like, how, are people just bored to death? Like, I don't think so. I'm I, not. I don't bored. know. I don't know how interesting I am or or what I have to say. Well, it's, the idea here, you were talking about something simpler and more low key. Um, sometimes simple things are deeply profound, and I hope that in the relationship between a father and a son, there's plenty that people are going to find interesting if hmm. someone chooses to talk about it for half an hour. Yeah. So I, I think that's, uh, I think that there's plenty of merit in that. And I do very much thank you for coming. Uh, the only part of the interview that I think might be a problem is the fact that I realize I've been pulling on a hair on my ear for the last five minutes on camera. They'll fix it in post. Yeah. They'll fix it in post. Yeah. I think I'm post and I'm not very good at it. So you got to fix it in post. Oh, I got to fix it in post. Oh, how do I do that? How do I, keep just like <laughs> scrub my hand off yeah. or, okay just like you know you're if you're using premiere just bring a black bar in 
over it's here like on over you. Over here on the side. Yeah. That's what lower thirds are all about. Those are those parts that pop into the bottom of all our videos. We're just not wearing pants. Yep. That's why those are there. They're, it's, they're you know, in. they're just so constricting. <laughs> so hot. No, hey, dude. I want to I have a kid someday, and I'm told you need to just let them free. You want to avoid... <laughs> You want to avoid heat? You're not wearing pants right now. No, no. Neither am I. No, we don't don't have any pants on here. Pants Uh, free. Had uh, we got a few um, a few mails, but first uh, I I or a few messages, but first I really do want to thank once again uh, Xavier uh, Saint Amon Tremblay, who is our Patreon producer. Once again, Xavier Saint Amon Tremblay. That's a name. Incredible. Yeah, it is a great name, isn't it? I love the name. Xavier Sinamon Tremblay. It's a royal name. He's our Patreon producer. He makes the show possible. Thank you so much, Xavier. Also, thank you so much to everybody out there who's watching and listening right now. Here's uh, here's a few messages. I wish that I could read all of them because there are a just just a few here right now, uh, to say the least. But um, let's see. Okay, I just lost my my starting one that I had picked out because I'm really good at this right now. Damon, please say something to cover my my scrubbing here. Well, can I say the name that I've been thinking of for your for the dinosaur here? Yeah, we're wanting to name the Stegosaurus. Angie got him, and we're, we're looking for a name for him. What about Plates? Plates. I like Plates very much. I like Plates. Plates the dinosaur. Audience, do you approve of Plates? What's your vote? Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> yeah, Plates, yes, Plates, no. But yeah, do let us know. Uh, tweet at us at, uh, you can use the hashtag PocketsFullSoup. Hashtag Plates the Stegosaurus. <laughs> plates the Stegosaurus. Or just mail us at mail at PocketsFullSoup.com. Uh, right now, uh, Amanda McGuire uh, says, I'm thankful for my best friend, Chandra, who makes me a better person. We have people, they put their own thank yous in. That's, so. what, that's what your friends are supposed to do. That's yeah. great. Yes. I'm thankful for my f- uh, friend, Chandra, who makes me a better person. Um, right now, Chronicles of DJ says, I'm thankful for my wife for putting up with my flaws, fears, and being an overgrown child. Yeah. But mostly for letting me be me. Uh, that's that's a sweet sentiment. So many of us guys are really just overgrown children that women put up with for some reason. <laughs> it's really so. Let's it's really see. Shocking. Uh, Said Sid Althumble. I, I forgive me if I said thumb thumb thumbly. I'm so sorry, Said. I apologize for my terrible pronunciation. Said says my professor and mentor Kathleen Jeffs. Without her, I would be lost. I was never ever close to my teachers. As much as her. You have a great teacher ever? Oh, I had multiple yeah. great teachers, yeah. I'm, I've had many as well. I, I, so many I can barely even know where to start. I think of an incredible, call it Varner and Jim Kristoff. I think of, oh, see, I'm going to leave people out, but still, I, I will never forget Mrs. Szymanski from third grade. Mr. Szymanski? Mrs. Szymanski. Mrs. Szymanski. Mrs. Szymanski, uh, who explained to us that the way to spell her name was to remember Z-Man on Ziski. Um, that was how we were supposed mm-hmm. to supposed to do that. Uh, let's see. Uh, Dylan says, I'm thankful for kiwi, the loveliest fruit on this earth, skin and all. Yeah. Kiwi is a, a fine looking fruit. Kiwi is a delicious fruit. I'm a big fan of the kiwi. Absolutely. I had a friend in high school who had a dedicated kiwi eating spoon that he brought with him. Kiwi spoon. Yeah, it was his kiwi spoon. That's what he called it. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. He's. Uh, he's... I mean, you, you never know when you're going to be in a situation where you need to eat a kiwi. Yeah. So it's. Smart well, he would to bring just it with keep him. He'd it bring with his you. kiwi, but then he had this tiny spoon. He would eat his kiwi mm-hmm. with it. So it was very interesting. He called it his kiwi spoon. Solid Duff, uh, just like you, says, thank you to my father, mm-hmm. uh, who has always been there with me, 
no matter the situation. Guys, there's so many of these tonight. I can't read them all this evening. I'm going to try to read more on the next episode. Thank you so much for these. If you have a mail you'd like read on the air or that you just want me to read and, read and hopefully reply to, you can send that to mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com. That's mail at pocketsfullofsoup.com. I do try to reply to all of those, uh, and I'll, I'll keep trying to do that. And if you want it read on the air, let us know in the message. We might be able to do that. Uh, again, we get a lot of mail, but we appreciate it. Things have uh, been really good for us, thanks to you, kind audience. Thank you so very much for watching, for listening. Your subscriptions, which have meant a great deal. You, you can't know how helpful that is. And the many, many of you who have chosen to support us on Patreon, at patreon.com slash Jared Petty, which is uh, a godsend that I don't even know how to describe uh, how helpful that's been. So thanks a lot. We're always open to your suggestions. Um, Damon, our special guest this evening, Damon Hatfield, the good people of planet Earth would like to know more, I believe, about the things that you do day and night. Hmm. Uh, what do you want to tell them about? Well, I host a show called GameScoop. Um, if, you, if you haven't ever heard of it, uh, you can check it out at youtube.com slash GameScoop. It's also a podcast you can subscribe to in iTunes or your favorite podcast service. And then when I'm not hosting GameScoop, I'm making music. Uh, I release music under my own name, Damon Hatfield. There's DamonHatfield.com, but maybe uh, my uh, SoundCloud would be a, it's a bit of a friendlier place to listen to music. That's just SoundCloud.com slash Damon Hatfield. Excellent. And if they want to follow you on Twitter, where can they do that? That's at Dame Zero. At Dame Zero. Because my first music project was called Monster Zero. Oh! And only Godzilla kids will get that reference. And everybody should be a Godzilla kid. So that's, uh, uh, Damon, what's the best Godzilla movie? Uh, well, hmm. I, the best Western one is Godzilla 2014. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I like, the, I like the, the, the sillier 1960s. Godzilla movies, mm-hmm. uh, maybe like, hmm, yeah, like like Godzilla versus the sea monster, that sort of era. I okay. think when when they made Godzilla, when Godzilla stopped looking fearsome and he just looked really cute, mm-hmm. I like that era of Godzilla films. Godzilla versus Mecha Godzilla, where he looks perpetually puzzled, kind of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. he has like googly <laughs> eyes, pretty much. I know the part you're talking about. Yeah. All right, so this guy should this be plates for the dinosaur? Uh, what should we name the Stegosaurus? Do you like plates? Do you have another suggestion? Uh, mail us on the show or uh, send us a tweet. Once again, hashtag pockets full of soup. Thank you so very much. Thanks to all of you, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Bye bye. Thanks. <laughs>